Coffee and Devotions this Tuesday morning, June 30th. This is where every weekday morning at 9 a.m. and on the weekends before my kids wake up, you and I, we get together, have a little bit of coffee, we get into God's Word, and we grow in our love for the Lord together. This year, 2020, we'll make it through all the Gospels. This morning, we are at Mark chapter 10, verses 17 through 27. And uh, we're going to go ahead and pray, get into God's Word, and grow together. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you so much for this morning. We thank you for inviting us to your table. Lord, we pray, Lord, that as we, as we have our morning breakfast, as we think about your word, as we dig into the things that you have said, God, we pray that you would nourish our souls, that you would feed our hearts, Lord, that you would open our eyes and that you would enrich our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so Mark chapter 10, verses 17 through 27. Here we go. Now, as he was going out on the road, one came running and knelt before him and asked him, Good teacher, what must I do that I may inherit eternal life? So Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is God. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not murder. Do not bear false witness. Do not defraud. Honor your father and your mother. And he answered and said to him, Teacher, all these things I have kept from my youth. Then Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, One thing you lack, go your way. Sell whatever you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, take up the cross and follow me. But he was sad at this word and went away very sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Then Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard is it for one of those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God? And the disciples were astonished at his words. But Jesus answered again and said to them, Children, how hard it is for those who trust in riches to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And they were greatly astonished, saying among themselves, Who then can be saved? But Jesus looked at them and said, With men it is impossible, but with God, but not with God, for with God all things are possible. Well, two amazing things we should look at here, two great stories that go tied together. And so we need to ask ourselves, A, what is this about? Well, this first story is the story of a, of a young man, a, a ruler, coming to, uh, to Jesus. He has many possessions. And we, we see, first of all, that, Jesus, that he comes to Jesus, he kneels down to Jesus, and he asks him, right, the most important question ever. What must I do to inherit eternal life? I mean, that's a good question, right? But what does Jesus say? First of all, Jesus says, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one. And that God, right? And, and this, is, this is basic Bible, right? Let me, let me just pull you over real quick. This is Romans chapter 3. This is how the Apostle Paul talks about us as people. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. 
There is none who understands, for there is none who seeks after God. They have all turned aside. They have together become unprofitable. There is none who does good. No, not one. So it's interesting. He says, why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is God. And then he, and then he tells them the commandments, right? He, he points them to what theologians call the second table of the law, to all those duties that we are required towards other men. You know, do not steal, do not commit adultery, do not defraud, honor your parents, right? So commandments 5 through 10. So he, he tells them these. And what is, what's the man's response? Well, I've done all these since my youth. What still do I lack? And Jesus looks at him. And, and he puts his finger on the issue. Go. Sell everything you have. Give it to the poor. Pick up your cross and follow me. And it's here that Jesus put his finger on this man's idolatry. It's here that Jesus pointed him to the reality that you might keep the second table of the law, but that first table of the law you shall have no other God before me. Well, he wasn't willing to give up everything in his life to go follow God in the flesh in front of him. And he goes away very sad because of it. And so what is this, what is this section about? In the margin of your Bible, what would you write? How would you summarize that whole interaction with Jesus and this rich man? I think in the margin of my Bible, I would probably write that uh, riches can be a snare to the soul. That's that. Maybe you would disagree. Maybe you would write something else. And I would carry that sentence over into the next section because what does Jesus say? Right in that next section over here, in verses 23 through 27, Jesus teaches them that. How hard is it for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God? And this distresses the disciples. Who then can do this? And Jesus says, you know, it's easier for, for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter into the kingdom of heaven. But with man, it's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. And that's this beautiful reality that it is possible, but not by worldly ways. You can't force a camel through the eye of a needle. That's going to take something that only God can do. God's going to have to change something. And so, if, if you looked at the title of this video when I, when I scheduled it to go out this morning, I said, there are thorns close to your soul. Remember, Jesus has already taught us about the, the different types of soils. And there's a soil, the thorny soil, that when the plant sprouts up, the weeds and the thorns choke it out. And when he explains that parable to the disciples, he says that the thorns and the weeds are the cares for this life and the deceitfulness of wealth. So in my Bible, I'm going to underline, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. That's the first thing I'm going to highlight. And then up here, I'm going to highlight verse 21, Jesus' command to this rich young man. So what are we called to do in response to this? 
Well, I'm going to ask you today, and this is something I've had to check my own heart in at times, are you trusting in riches? Are you trusting in wealth? Are you trusting in what you would have for your security? Or would you be willing to sell everything for the sake of Jesus Christ? I remember when we were running our photography business and I was constantly thinking about money and profits and how were we going to make a paycheck that month. I remember I had to write that uh, the seed was, the thorns were the deceitfulness of wealth and the cares of this life choked it out. And I had to write that on the mirror in my bathroom. So in the mornings when I got ready, I would have to look and, and, and check my own heart and remember that it was only God who was going to feed. It was only God who was going to provide. It was God who would give us clients and that everything graciously comes from him. And I needed to be a disciple before I was a business person. Are you a disciple before you're an employee? Are you a disciple before you're an investor? Are you a disciple of Jesus Christ above everything else? Is God your first priority? Is, is your love for God your first, your first and, and base instinct of your heart? Or have you put treasures and riches in front of the kingdom of God? For some of you, that might mean today you get to rejoice that you don't have much money. For others of you, you might need to be called today to pray, asking God to guard your heart. Let me know down in the comments if, if there's something here in these words that are particularly challenging to you. I'd love to hear your stories. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Let's go ahead and pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We pray, Father, that you would care for us. Lord, for most of us who watch this daily devotion, Lord, we are in a very prosperous land where we have many things. God, we pray that our hearts would not become cold to Jesus Christ because of the things and the cares of this world. Lord, but that you would fix our eyes upon Jesus, that you would let us forsake this world, that we might inherit the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, may God bless you today and give you peace. Bye.